back again. D and D Project Podcast. It's your yes, boy sir. Dan, and you know your man Nels in the building. Nels was good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. It was a, another week, more topics. You know, always some stuff going on, so we got to talk about it. Oh yeah, we got we got got a lot lot to get into, a lot to jump into. We're gonna jump right into it. Yo, I know. Well, we was talking about it beforehand. Before we get into the um, whole, uh, what's the dude name? Pierce Morgan and Sharon Osbourne and Meghan Markle and all of that. Real yeah. quick, since we um we both dads, we both been dealing with people, and we've been around some um dads and some people in our lives. Let's talk about Kurt Franklin right quick. Let's get that out of the way right <laughs> quick. Let's talk about Kurt and how Kurt uh Kurt went off on on his on his son. How you feel about it? Yeah, that's uh, I I didn't I literally listened uh, when you listen to it, you're like, okay, well, he's having a conversation with his son. I mean, if God knows, if we tapped into true black parents' homes, true black parents, like that grew up in that stuff, that is a regular conversation. That is a Tuesday. That is a just a, a normal conversation in someone's house. So when Kirk Franklin went was like, yo, I apologize. I'm like, what, is, what happened? Did something else happen? Did he, did he do something to his kid when he came in the house? Like, did he punch his kid in the face? That's why <laughs> he's apologizing? Because what I heard was a regular parent, period. Not, not just, not an angry parent. I heard a parent in point blank. That was it. I didn't, I don't know. Maybe I'm bugging. Maybe the, I grew up because I we grew up in a different time. But that's just what it is. Yeah, man. It, it was crazy, man. My, it didn't my, bother me that much. My parents have never apologized ever for all the shit they said to me. <laughs> but it didn't bother me that much. When I first heard the story, I was like, I don't feel like listening to this foolishness. I was like, it sounds like some BS. I don't want to listen to it. And then when I started paying it attention. And I found out, I was like, oh, damn, he cursed his son out. I was like, damn, that's messed up. Why you going to curse a little boy out like that? And then they was like, oh, nah, it was a 33-year-old son. I was like, oh, come on, man. Are we really Are we really having a conversation about two grown men getting into it and arguing? Like, two grown-ass men. Like, it don't matter what they was talking about. They could, And I think it's the whole, but they people forget. He's not a pastor. He's not a preacher. He's not a minister. He's a gospel singer. They treat yeah. him like, like, oh man, how dare you curse? He, he he's a, he's a man. Even if he was a pastor and all of that, people have moments of mistakes. People have moments when they lose their temper, and whatever that conversation happened, I don't know what happened prior to him snapping because they only played a part where he snapped. Whatever happened, he had had enough. He had enough with his grown ass son talking to him. Like he was some nigga in the street, so he let his son have it, and they went at it bar for bar for a minute. And I don't see nothing wrong with that, especially since it's two grown ass people. I, I will never see what's wrong with a parent speaking to their kids. He got he got taped talking to his kids. I don't as a, as a dad, you're a dad. I don't never uh, try to get into how you. Uh, speak to your kids. At the end of the day, it's your kids. As long as you're not, you know, abusing them, or you know, you could, uh, and, and they're not like you said. He's 33 for God's sake. That was not abuse. What people going to call uh, abuse? You going to call like that's abuse? Is it a grown <laughs> man? Who are you abusing? He's been listen. He's what is 21? That's what a 12, 13, 12 years after he can start drinking for God's sake. Mm-hmm. He's 33. That was the end of the conversation. That was a like you said. As soon as you heard the age, like what? What? What is this? What are we talking about? Like, how, this news. What? I'm gonna give some people a history lesson. <laughs> Franklin, like you said, he's he's not a uh, he's not a pastor. He's not a deacon. He's not a pope. He's not none of that shit. He's just some motherfucker that makes music with gospel people, right? What people don't remember, because I remember this. It's like a couple of years ago, many years ago, Kirk Franklin also had a problem when he was fucking all the bitches and he had to apologize about that. And I'm like, what the fuck is he apologizing about? I'm just like, he's apologizing about shit that I'm like, I don't get it. I don't know. But he was, a, uh, he, he remember he was a sex addict. Yeah, I remember that. Remember that shit? And he was like, oh, 
you guys, I don't, you know, I apologize to you guys because I'm out here, you know, uh, singing gospel songs, but I'm out here fucking these bitches too. And I'm like, what is your, so who So the two times this motherfucker came and apologized, I, me personally, I don't see the reason for the apologies. I don't see, you you cursed out your son, who is a grown ass man. And I don't know what he was talking about, like you said, but fuck that. And also, when he called, when he, uh, he's just a singer. He's not even a singer. The man never moves his hands. That's it. He's not, he's a DJ talent of gospel. That's all he is. (laughs) What are we, what is, what is his anger about? What is, am I wrong? He is. That's exactly who he was. He's the first DJ Khaled. He's the first DJ Khaled. You stupid, dude. <laughs> DJ Khaled. The, the dude is talented musically. Like, he knows how to do all that arranging and writing music. But, again, he is a grown man having a conversation with his grown-ass son who was yep. getting out of pocket. He had, to, he had to put his son back in place. Like, listen, like, dude, I will... I will whoop your ass like we 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 can go out and handle this like we two grown men. If you want to talk to me like you're a grown man, we go outside and handle this like a grown man. Remember old school, uh, old school parenting. I brought you in this world. I take you out. So that's all he was saying was like, yo, if you really want to have this conversation, we can step outside. We can do what we got to do, and it is what it is. But this whole him apologizing and saying, oh, well, I shouldn't have said it. Okay, he wants to apologize. And, if he wants to apologize for the language he uses because he's a quote unquote role model, cool. But he shouldn't apologize for the interaction itself, because for at some, for some reason it's obvious that that interaction was needed in that moment. In that moment, that was the only thing his son would uh would uh respond to. He wasn't responding to the hey, let's work this out. Hey, let's have a let's have an adult conversation. His son only wanted to respond to the the ratchet. I'm going to put my hands on you type of conversation. Yo, listen, at the end of the day, he got filmed, he got uh, recorded, excuse me, he got recorded having a conversation with another person and he was being real. Whatever he felt like he was saying at the time was him expressing himself to another grown man. Fuck a son. To another grown man. And we all have had conversations with other grown men and yes. they were talking out, fucking out, of, out of pocket and you had to let them know. Son or no son. At the end of the day, the motherfucker's thirty three. You know how you know how many years he's from motherfucker forty seven. Only fit. It's only from forty. So at the end of the day, he's a grown ass man talking to another grown ass man and he felt like expressing how he felt like expressing that. Like you said, we don't know what was going on before. Maybe the son was like, Fuck you, Dad, I'll fuck you up and he was like, Oh hell no. You know exactly. like sorry what was going on. And he, what was he supposed to do? But you're supposed to just be like, you're right, son. Ah, cut my ass. <laughs> no, I'm going to talk to you, but you're somebody in the street now because you talking to me reckless. Yep. I don't even understand if he said, let's go get donuts. And he was like, fuck your donuts. I will fuck you up. <laughs> because you know why? There was two grown-ass men talking on the conversation. That's just what it was. Yep. And I know for sure. You said we've all had conversations with other grown men. And we've all had that conversation where you, the two of you just exchanging some heated words. And it yeah. is what it is. I mean, heck, I've I've slipped up and, and cursed at my cursed at my little my little six year old, seven year old. Like I was, he'd be doing something. But man, what the fuck? I mean, um, what's wrong with you, son? What are you doing? Because <laughs> in that moment, whatever he's doing it is so observe observed to me. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. get your life together, little dude. You're being a parent, yo. You're being yeah. a parent. At the end of the day, you're being a parent. And that was, I'm pretty sure he wasn't even thinking like a parent at that time. He was thinking like, who is this guy talking to? Yep. I don't know damn who it is. And that, that could go for anybody. I think that's exactly what it was. Who are you talking to, son? I don't give a fuck who you are at this moment. Right? You know, we all, we all been there. We've had somebody on the phone with somebody just talking reckless. Hell no, I ain't going to give you your balance. Who the fuck is you talking to? <laughs> you know? It don't matter. And, uh, you know, if we all got recorded on things that we were talking reckless to other people, sons, daughters, whatever the situation, we all would be sitting around apologizing. So I don't cast no stones towards this guy because at the end of the day, he was having a conversation with somebody else that we happened to hear, and that was it. He wasn't talking to a two-year-old. He didn't put his hands on a two-year-old. It was nothing like that. Nah. 
So is their life. So is their issues. Uh, speaking of people like talking reckless and talking out, talking crazy, this um, whole Pierce Morgan, Sharon Osborne, Meghan Markle, the whole situation is crazy. It's wild to me. Number one, it's wild to me that this dude Pierce Morgan is going in on her, talking about he don't believe her, and he always been questioning her, always has something to say to her, and now come to find out, they're talking about how him and her went out for like drinks one night, like four or five years ago or something like that. And like they, they were talking, they were having a good time, just having some drinks. He put her in a cab was like, all right, you have a good evening. And then she went to some party where she ended up meeting the Prince Harry dude and like never called to talk to Pierce Morgan again. So I'm thinking that's why, that's why he's tight. That's why he's so upset. He's got ghosted. Yes. <laughs> he got ghosted. So now he hot. He he put it in the cab. He probably he probably was trying to get it. it was like, damn, can't get it tonight. I'm gonna go ahead and put it in this cab and send her home. She went to the next party, met the dude Prince Harry. Prince Harry was in there flossing with his guards and his servants and everything. She was like, oh yeah, this is where this is where it's at right here. <laughs> this is where I need to be. <laughs> Fuck up Pierce Morgan and him and his little talk show. <laughs> I need to be talking to the prince. <laughs> and now this dude's all tight and been bashing her and saying all type of slick shit ever since. Yeah, that shit happens on a fucking daily with some guy. Some guy right now is getting ghosted from some girl that's going to a party with another guy. He probably took out the f- food, some drinks, probably got all liquored up, and she was like, yeah, I'm real tired. I'm about to get up out of here. Text her girl, where you at? We had this party with, with Harry and them. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she was like, hold on, text me the address. And she was, she was like, no problem. I'm on my way. And he, he hit him with the, oh, I'm so tired. I'm about to just, I just want to go home. Let me order your Uber. Nah, nah, nah. I can order my own Uber. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, tell the Uber to go to the next party. Like you said, saw him with his guards and everybody. He probably had a little crown on and everything. He was like, oh, oh, oh. y'all over here hyped about some Prince of Bel-Air. I'm about to get a real prince. Yep. And that was it. Like you said, that was exactly how it went down. And now he's hyped. Oh. You see, yeah. Get over it, man. So Yeah, he just needs to yeah. suck it up. But like yeah, if somebody's man. telling you like, yo, this these people been real racist to me, they've been treating me horrible, you gonna be like, prove it. <laughs> like like she been living in the palace and living around these people. And these people told her, Nah, you can't have none of your family here. You can only have one person. Nobody else in your family can come to the wedding. And she mm-hmm. telling how she coming out and telling everything, you be like, Nah, I don't believe you need to prove it to me. Like, who the hell are you, dude? You are yeah. nobody important. I got to prove to you that somebody was racist to me. I'm telling you they was racist, and that's what it is. But nah, that dude's on something. Like, nope, I don't believe you. you got to prove it to me. I want, I want receipts that somebody was racist to you. You're not going to come tell me that. What you're saying is exactly how I was, I was looking at it. I said, I said, why why does she have to sit there? If I'm saying this is the stuff that's happening to me, I'm feeling neglected. I'm feeling like I'm getting different treatment than other people. And it's probably because of my race and I'm saying this stuff. What was all of this? I don't believe you. There's no way in God's green earth. Wait a minute. I'm telling you. What, what, what would be the reason for her to fucking lie about this? She already she already bagged the prince, right? She already bagged mm-hmm. him. It's not like you're in. She's already married, got a kid. All that stuff is good money. She already in. Like, she's... Like, motherfuckers died. All these motherfuckers died, and she, she's all of a sudden... She's queen. Like, at, at the end of the day, what am I lying about? Motherfuckers, the shit... I'm telling you that these people are treating me wrong. It's not like, it's not like we have to, uh, like she has to even prove it. We could just go to the tabloids because they have tabloids and they have papers and stuff like that over there. So you just go there and you can see from people's articles and things like that, that they were treating a difference. So I don't understand why people are so shocked. Like, Oh, I can't believe it. No, this is <laughs> this is what it was. Yeah. Where they're at, I'm on a short races as hell, and I'm on a sure like they don't have no black people within they um within a circle. I know they got a gang of black people probably working for them, but they ain't no black people within a circle. So you think they just open arm welcomed her in? Like you tell me, there was no 
behind closed door meeting like listen harry listen man you can't you can't do this homie <laughs> we'll give you this we'll do this for you but come on harry you can't do this to us man can't let this this blankety blank come up in here man can't let the let her be part of the royal family and harry probably was like man listen y'all just don't know <laughs> what this black thing is all about <laughs> y'all kiss my ass <laughs> <laughs> you she go black, and that thing is the truth. That's exactly what he said. That thing is the truth. <laughs> Harry was like, "Yeah, nah. I don't care what y'all say. Okay, what y'all offer me? Megan ain't going nowhere, man. Megan's <laughs> Megan's down forever." I, I didn't, and uh, um, to, to piggyback on all that stuff is, I didn't like the way. I, I know people. Uh, some people watch the talk. Whoever's uh, listening, to it, some people watch the talk, and you see the stuff with uh, Sharon Osbourne and Cheryl Underwood. And I didn't like that that situation either because Carol mm-hmm. was trying to be all diplomatic and be like, hey, you, this is your boy. This is your people, right? And and you're defending him. But Megan is saying, yo, he's been saying racist stuff and he's under, a racist undertone and all that stuff like that. She's like, what? when the fuck is he racist? When the fuck is he racist? And Cheryl was like, oh, hold on now. And I, what I don't like about that is like, I had this conversation with someone else, and, I, and it was more of like, like they say, just because you voted for Donald Trump doesn't mean you're racist, right? And I, and, and to an extent, you kind of gotta agree with that. It, people voted for him for different reasons, right? Yeah. But if you voted for Donald Trump, doesn't mean you accept racism. You accept that he does racist shit. And for someone that doesn't that doesn't uh, agree with him, you might not talk with a person that does racist shit. That, Somebody said, can you be friends with someone that's racist? For somebody like me, I can't. Like, at the end of the day, motherfucker, you racist. I can't fuck with you because I don't agree with the shit that you're doing. We can't be friends if you just straight up racist. Fuck, fuck all the fuck white people, fuck black people, all this shit. Like, I can't fuck with you because that's my circle. I got to be comfortable with the people in my circle, right? Yeah, definitely. So I to say that uh, Sharon Osbourne is friends with Pierce. And she was like, that's my friend, that's my friend. And, and, you know, that's my best friend and all this shit like that. <laughs> Cheryl was like, yeah, I'm just saying that you fucking with somebody that's racist and I don't get it. That's like, I, that's the shit that she was saying. And that kind of, that whole back and forth really just, a, it really wasn't even a back and forth. It was just Sharon losing the fucking mind. That's how I look at yeah. it. Like, I can't switch. You said, how the fuck you fuck with somebody that has these racist undertones? That's what Cheryl was trying to get to. Yeah, and that's all she was trying to tell her is like, listen, like, you do realize that your boy is on some racist stuff, and she was on the yeah. typical, nope, he's not racist. Prove to me when he's been racist. This was this is just almost that uh, he has black friends. How can he be racist? It was almost yeah. some shit like that. But you know they, you know how the internet do. They've been pulling up all type of clips. They pulled up a clip from where she was like, um, Megan Mark was not black. Look at her skin. Show me where she's black. Her skin is not black. She's not black. Like, lady, what? <laughs> Do you not understand genetics? Are you that are you that dumb? Or you just was so, was just trying so hard not to include a black member into the royal family that you were dismissing her because of her skin tone? Yeah. Like, she's wild. That, 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 that makes zero sense. Like, that's dumb. So she was... So she's not black, right? But she's getting all this heat for being black. What the fuck? She can't win. Like, what the? Like, how, how I can't win? Like, I, I'm being called all these names in the, in the tabloids and stuff like that. People are saying, fuck you because I'm black. But now I'm not even black. So I'm getting I'm getting all this fucking heat for nothing. That's what you're saying. Just because of my skin color. Said she wasn't black. Said she was. <laughs> look at her skin. She's not black. <laughs> That's got to be one of the dumbest things I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> Look at her skin tone. She's not black. Like what? But uh, but her mom's black. So uh, what does that mean? Nope. Because of her skin, she's not black. That sounds. Yeah. And she's riding. Okay. She's riding with Pierce. I'm about. He's my friend, and he's this, and he's that. That's my best friend. And then in typical internet fashion, well, not even internet fashion, but in typical. We swept it under the rug before, but now that she's being exposed for who she is, let's go ahead and pour all the dirt out. Like all these people that were on the um that were on the talk are now coming out. Holly Robinson Pete said that when she was on it, because she was one of the first hosts of the show, she was like, yeah. um, pretty much sharing, sharing they were talking about something or 
Holly Robinson said something, and Sharon pretty much said something along the lines of like, like who are you to be talking to me like that, or who are you to be talking on it like little black girl be quiet and, and then she said and then she then they found out she called the um what's a girl named Julie Chin who was on there she called her slanty eyes called oh, the slanty shit. eyes and called the wonton and then she called the uh the other chick um the chick that used to be on um used to be on the Roseanne show the uh the daughter I can't remember oh yeah uh, I can't remember her name on the show, but she, you know, she's she's a lesbian. She she was calling her like pussy liquor on on the um on the on the stage, <laughs> like so. Shannon Osborne is wild for the night by herself, so it makes sense on why she's supporting this dude the way she is because she's just as wild as he is. <laughs> How am I racist? And you know the internet. Let us show you. Yep. Soon as soon as somebody tries to come out their face on some shit they don't do, let the internet show you exactly all the stuff you said you don't do. I got something for you. Back back in '52, we got a video of you back in '52 saying some racist shit. We got something for you. Don't worry about it. We'll figure it out. I that love it. Coming to light, boy. All that shit she was saying is coming to light real quick. Like, jeez, wow, for jeez. It's gonna be over for her. That'll, yeah, that'll humble them. But the wild shit is like they put the whole the whole show on hiatus instead of just calling her and telling her to stay at home. Oh come on, that's not that's, 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 that's not a shot. <laughs> yo, that's yo, that's fucked up. How you gonna yo? If I was the rest of the cast members or the rest of the the show hosts, I'm like, nah, man, send her home. What the hell? Why all of us got to go to the crib? Because <laughs> she on here tripping. <laughs> They need to make them motherfuckers remote before somebody that should turn into fucking uh, Jerry Springer. They need to fucking have that shit remote when they come back. Because there's no way in the world somebody's going to bark on me on television and I'm just going to let it ride. Fuck all that. There's going to be some Kirk Franklin talking going on. (laughs) But you know what? I didn't even think about that. That could be why they put the whole um, the whole thing on on hiatus because they probably was like, yeah, nah, we don't need to let y'all be around each other. We don't go ahead and send everybody to the crib. Everybody get their mind right because we have any one of y'all in here. We don't know what y'all might say on air, so let's go <laughs> ahead and because uh, what what is it, all TV since the whole uh, there's the whole Janet Jackson titty thing, but everything is like on like a five second delay. Yeah, so it's not much they could have said. Like even if she's not there, like one of them could look to do a golf on a on a ramp, but they'll be able to catch it in time before it get before it hit the airway. So that's probably it was like yeah, nah, we ain't gonna put this out here. I heard there was like a petition to try to get Sharon off the off the uh, off the show. If all of this is true, even though it sucks that it takes something like this to happen for all that stuff to come up, all that stuff to be put on Front Street. But if all of it is true, then yeah, she need to they need to go. She need to go sit down someplace. Like you, she got enough bread. She probably start her own show. But like, you don't need to be the host on no major show like that. Like you, wow. You calling people a uh, wonton? Yo. <laughs> and I don't even know how they let, how she, the lady let her get away with saying that to her. She should have put, she put her hands on her like something serious. Yeah, but the thing that people don't even really realize is that when all of that, when Sharon was screaming at Cheryl, Cheryl was still like calm. And, and what I, I say that to be, I say that to say, if Cheryl would have spazzed out, Right, right, and she had every reason to. Somebody screaming on me, I, I, she has every reason to to get to be fiery just as just as much as someone's fiery to me. Yeah, Cheryl been probably kicked off the show because they would have been like, "Oh shit, angry black woman, yep. look at this shit." This, I appreciate the the fact that uh, she was so calm and so like kept her cool and didn't spaz out and none of that shit. Was just like, "Yo, I, you know, I said something, and you see." But that's how people get when you try to call them on their bullshit. When you call them on their bullshit, they try to throw it on you. You know, you ever had that person that, that uh, you ever had somebody that you have an argument with and because they did some shit and now they want to get mad at you because you mad? And you're like, motherfucker, I'm mad first. You can't get mad because I'm mad. That's exactly what that shit happens. I'm trying to exactly mad you. Yeah, I'm going to be more mad than you. Yeah. They catch you doing some dumb shit. That's like the boyfriend that comes in 
and he's like, and she's like, I know you was with that bitch. And then all of a sudden he's like, you always checking up on me and shit. That's the <laughs> fucking reason I'm always with these bitches. And then the girl's like, what the fuck? I, I'm supposed to be upset that you with the bitches and you upset that I was checking on you? The fuck? Why are you That's going through my shit. phone? You always going through my <laughs> shit. <laughs> exactly. That's that shit. <laughs> Uh, I think uh, I think just about all guys have had uh, that conversation at some point. That's, that's, that's exactly what the fuck happened, and it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. But I, like you said, I'm glad all this stuff had to, uh, you know, it got exposed. Like they, what they say, they you lift up the carpet and the motherfuckers start dusting for the, that dumb shit. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. And, and truly, they come to some kind of resolution because. Yo, I, I I hope they don't just come back and then all of a sudden everybody's just sitting in this kumbaya. That just you can't have somebody oh, yeah. scream on me. Yeah, that. yeah, that'll be that'll be some bull if it they come back like that. They come back and everybody just sitting around like nothing happened. Yeah. Or she says some half-ass apology like, "Oh, you know, I was just emotional, and yeah. because I was emotional, I just I'm just I'm sorry for being emotional. No, I don't want to hear no weak-ass apology like that." You just said exactly what the fuck is going to happen. You just said exactly. You done called out next week's episode. That's exactly what the fuck going to happen. <laughs> they always make that BS apology, man. That's exactly what's going to And it's going to be a crazy watch show because everybody wants to see mm-hmm. what the fuck is going You know, motherfuckers that don't even watch the talk are going to be like, you know, I got to turn this shit on and see what the fuck going to happen. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly where everybody's going to go tune in. Like, oh, they coming back? Oh, I know it's about to go down this episode. It's going to be nothing. Exactly. Nothing but some foolishness. Oh, man. We're going to take a pause for a second. Got play run a little commercial. When we come back, we're going to be talking about the uh, these people getting killed over stimulus checks. It's pretty wild. Like, I don't get it, but we'll be back in just a moment to talk about that. With the knowledgeable, passionate, and experienced team, NTBM Global Rehabilitation is most preferred in Georgia for vocational expert opinions and life care planning services. We offer a wide variety of services to best help you in your unusual situations, such as injury, wage loss, earning capacity assessment, employability evaluation, life care planning, and medical cost projections. Located in Decatur, Georgia, we specialize in veterans' disability cases, workers' compensation cases, employment cases, matrimonial and divorce cases, long-term disability cases, and personal injury cases. We provide court testimony and are available for consulting, too. If you need a credible vocational expert opinion, medical cost projection, or life care planning service, feel free to contact us at 770-987-7414 or info at mtbmglobal.com or visit us at www.mtbmglobal.com because we are employing a global perspective to your rehabilitation needs of today. And we back. So my guy, this whole baby daddy coming saying he want to cut it a stimulus check. And then when they be like, nah, you you, you can't get no money. You don't do nothing for me. He starts shooting and murdering everybody in the house. Like what the hell is up with that? It is that time of the year, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the year. Tax money is coming in. Stimulus money is coming in. And with the tax money, you know you get extra bread for them kids, and the stimulus is getting extra bread for them kids. It is that time for pure fuckery to be happening. Trust me, this is not the only incident that's going to happen. I am so sorry for the other people that's about to experience some heartache because of this fuckery. Money makes people do some of the dumbest things in the land. If I, I'm pretty sure he was home and was like on a calculator because you know dumb motherfuckers don't know they don't know how to fucking add up what's not done. So the motherfucker pulled out a calculator, maybe on his fucking his boost mobile phone. So he pulled it out and he was like fourteen hundred dollars plus fourteen hundred dollars plus fourteen hundred dollars equals a lot of dollars. I'm going over that bitch's house right now and gonna get some of this goddamn money. Right? 
and he started thinking about all the tax money he probably missed out on and all of this shit, and that shit started to eat away at his soul. He was like, never again. He will never fucking spend another dollar without me ever again. And these people, these poor people paid for it. And it, it, it's sad because people do the most dumbest things when it comes to money and greed. I've seen this story a thousand times. We all seen it when we watched Snap. These ladies kill guys over motherfucking insurance money. Thank God. You know, I ain't leaving shit for nobody. When I leave, you get nothing. If you kill me, it's a rat. You get nothing. You'll be broke in jail. That's just what it is. But I say it to say, it's the money, yo. And this is not the only time that this shit's going to happen, unfortunately. No. This money starts to take over. No, it's not the only time, but it's absolutely insane. So, like, a, the dude went to the house, and according to him, he well, he went to the house. He was like, "Yo, I want, I want some of the tax money. I want some of the stimulus money for because mm-hmm. um for my daughter." And she was like, "Nah, dude, like you don't do shit. You don't buy shit. You don't pay for shit. Like I'm struggling. I'm doing what I can do to support my support the kid. And like, f you, you ain't getting no damn money. Go yeah. someplace for that." And he he got loud, and and like they should, unfortunately, it cost it cost them their life. But like they should, it was either her brother or her cousin, like stood up and told and pushed dude. Was like, yo, man, she told you no, get the hell up out the house. And unfortunately, you know, the guy he pulled the gun out and shot the shot the cousin or the brother, and then ended up shooting the other guy, the mother, and one and one of the little kids because. She had two kids, one with him and I guess one with someone else. And he ended up killing the other, not his daughter, but the other little girl in the house and shot the mother, but the mother like ran outside. So now you done killed four people and shot the mother of your child. And your other, I don't know where your child was, but you done killed all these people over, over 1400 maybe $2,000. Like, that's the most insane thing ever. Like, what are you doing with your life? What, what was it? it? It it couldn't have been like you just said. They had two kids, right? And it was them. So it could not. Even if she let's say let's say for a crazy scenario that the mother was getting, you know, all of the bread. Let's say she was getting all of it, right? Yeah. So you looking like you looking at like so between what the three that? of them, that's fourteen hundred. So probably wit plus the tax money. You are probably looking at close to five five grand or something like that. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah, probably more with the tax. With the tax money, hell yeah, it could be more than that shit. Because forty two hundred dollars with just just the motherfucking stimulus, right? So tax money, let's let's say let's say let's just say that motherfuckers getting a thousand dollars a kid. Let's just say that, right? Uh-huh. So Sixty dollars, right? Let's round it up to seven thousand dollars. So you risk life. You you kill people with seven grand. The end. Man. That was going to change your life. What was he going to do? Start up a studio. What was he going to do? Yeah, exactly. That, and that's the biggest thing. Wait, what were you going to do? Even if, because you weren't going to get the whole seven. So let's say she would have. Let's say y'all were beefing over over half thirty five hundred. What, what what were you about to go flip thirty five hundred into um into being Scarface? Like what were you going to do? And how how bad was your life that that money was that important to you? And that's probably on some like on some higher philosophical thinking or something like that. But how important was that money to you for you to go over there with the gun? Because you went over there with your gun thinking, I'm going to force her to give me this money. Correct. So how bad was your life that you said, let me get my gun and let me go get this thirty five hundred. She going to give me this thirty five hundred or else like how how horrible does your life is your life going? Like What direction is your life in already? If that's the point you're at, yeah, that you you have to people just have to make better life decisions when you come in. And, and I understand, I get it, I, I get it. People are struggling out here. I see people doing. I watch the news, and I see people doing the most dumbest. I, I just shit for like two hundred dollars. I'm like, what, really? Like, come on now. I know shit is tough. I know, I knew it. Because I see people at the food banks, and I see people struggling. There's not a lot of jobs out there. I know people are struggling, but come on now. You have to make better decisions. Now you just ruin, you didn't kill people who, again, what people need to understand is you get one shot at this fucking life thing. One shot. Mm-hmm. So you kill people that will never be able to come back over, again, 35, 7 grand. It doesn't even really matter. And now you ruin your life. 
because you'll never see fucking you'll never come outside again. You know, so now you you going super max. So you threw away your life and everyone else's life over a couple of dollars. I and I know I know we're talking like seven grand. Seven grand can change people's life. Yes, I know when you get seven grand, you're like, I can pay all my bills with seven grand. I could do this shit and I could do that. But that seven grand, trust me, easy peasy gone. Like, oh yeah, seven grand is not a lot of money when you start to look at. You know, when you start to look at maybe your bills and shit like that, that shit will be gone in no time. I don't give a fuck if your bills is, if you have $1,000 rent. If you're trying to pay your rent off for the next seven months, after seven months, that shit gone. Like, that's it. That's just. Yeah. I mean, you think, you think, uh, seven grand, you go buy yourself a car or you put a down payment down, pay your, like you said, you pay your rent for maybe one or two months. What else? What did you go do? Buy some groceries? You, groceries. you probably been waiting to get a, a a TV or a new phone or something. That's it. That's seven grand gone. Seven grand gone. Seven grand gone. That's not. Oh my god. I, I ain't getting into my expenses. The seven grand is is a joke. I, that would be a joke. I'd be like, what? This is a month. This is a month worth of just regular shit. It'll do seven grand. I wouldn't. You should, I don't think anybody should risk their life over anything that's going to fucking like. It's just going to ruin. So he ruined other people's lives and he ruined his and it's just it doesn't make any sense to me and I and again I sympathize with people because I understand people are going through a lot of stuff people are going through crazy tough times there's people starving there's kids starving and, and you know I don't know this situation but I know it enough not to be like I'm gonna throw everything away and take people's lives over this over this it's just I don't know it's just I just bang my head when it comes to stuff like this because I'm like yo just it sucks. It sucks, man. You get. I, I say this to. I even say this to uh, my daughter. I'm like, you get one shot at this life thing. Like, you get. You know, you got to make the best. You got to do whatever you feel like you want to do on this earth. You have to do it because after there's no second chances. None. Nah. Once you get into a car accident or something like that, God forbid, and they take your life and stuff like that, it's safe. There's nothing. There's nothing coming back. It's not a fucking let's dig them up tomorrow or nothing like that. It's nothing. It's over. Insane. And it's uh, terrible. Man, I can't. I just can't grasp it. I know it's plenty of dudes out there who have uh, who have argued with they uh, with they um, the mother of their children over some tax money. Been like, hey man, let me get a cut, or let me let me came claim the kid this year. You claimed the last year. I know there's a million of those conversations that go on every single year. But to think this person took it to that extreme but he was like nah fuck it you're gonna give me this money or else like i'm not taking no for an answer i know you got it it's, it's almost like he went to to rob somebody it wasn't like he was going to discuss about the money he was good he went to rob like i'm going to stick this lady up what the fuck did he think did he think they're just carrying the fourteen hundred dollars twenty eight hundred dollars or whatever the fucking grand just he went to the bank and was like yo pull it all out pull it all out <laughs> I didn't even think about that part, yo. I didn't even think about that. Like, did he think they had to just sitting in a duffel bag in the corner? Like, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and get this bread right quick. It's 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 almost like mind boggling the shit that people do. Like when you look at the news, I don't don't know if you guys, if everybody else does this, but when I when I watch the news, I I literally try to go into the person's mind that does the dumb shit. Like, I try to go be like, man, if my shit was fucked up like that, would I fucking be like, bitch, you gonna give me this $2,800? Like, I know it's in the bank. We gonna ride to the bank with this gun on your chest. Like, I don't want to say, like, what you watch movie? I was like, we going to the motherfucking bank. You gonna pull out that goddamn card and you gonna go to the ATM and you gonna pull out $2,800 and give it to me right this second or else. Like, I don't, yeah, I didn't I'm even think to, about that at all, so <laughs> Like, where, did he really think she just had the money laying around the house? Like, yeah. he was going to run up in there like, yo, I'm going to have. She's like, all right, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me go to the back right quick. I got you. Yeah, what the? And if you struggling, nigga, I'm pretty sure she's struggling. So what the yeah. fuck? She don't got no bills. Like, You're if right. you struggling, I'm sure the mother was struggling. Because, like you said, she had she had, she had had the kids. Like, she had, she had at least one of the kids, right? So, which means... I'm pretty sure the money came in if it did come in. We don't even know if she got the money yet at that time. 
But if the money came in, she was like, oh, I got to pay some of these fucking bills. I got bills. And, you know, yeah. ain't shit stopped. Yeah. Fuck you, fuck you. Like, it's just one of those stories. I try to put myself in these people. Like, they woke up that day and was like, nah, she going to give me this fucking money today. And I, th- and I really I think that's what it was. And I'm going to get it. And they probably live, it's probably like a, a rather small little neighborhood or area. So she probably, he probably heard that, oh yeah, someone's at the store spending money and, and knowing, knowing hood people and hood situations, it was probably one of his homeboys like, yo man, she over there spending all that money. She don't give you none. She's spending all that yeah. bread. Ain't going to give you none. What she think this is? Don't she know these streets is real out here? He was like, yep, these streets is real. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> what happened. Probably had one of his homeboys then hyped his ass up. To go do some dumb shit. Absolutely ridiculous. Ruined his life for what? Took people's life for what? For what? A couple of dollars? That's a. I'm sorry. I'm not sounding like no fucking millionaire, but that shit is a couple of dollars. When you start getting into a bunch of zeros, not three zeros, three zeros ain't gonna do big. Okay. You get to like six zeros and shit like that, seven zeros, and you start doing dumb shit, I'm like, right, well, you, you know, you took a chance. You gotta go for You gotta do whatever you gotta do. You're going for 500000 you going to risk your life over 500000 I guess I understand. Mm-hmm. A million dollars? You know what? I guess I understand. Seven grand? What the fuck are you doing? $7,000? You know, I, I can't see it. It's just, it's just... I don't want to go to... I, I don't want to I don't want to go to a regular jail for 7000 let alone go to murder jail for 7000 <laughs> <laughs> I want to slap the shit out of you when you get in there. You do just over what? Oh, thirty five hundred. Oh, no. oh man, yeah, they go use. It. <laughs> I'm like, you did what? Oh nah, yeah, man. Get him. Get his ass. <laughs> oh, you know, well, it's it's jail, and if I don't know, I've never been in jail. So, if the rumors are true about how they treat people in the jail who do stuff to kids, he done anyway because he killed a little seven year old girl. So, it's a wrap for him yeah, anyway. Oh. If the rumors are true, I never been to jail to be like, oh yeah, word. That's what they do in jail. I don't know. I, I you know, I. I you know, you know, nobody, you know, gotta say allegedly when you do these stories. Allegedly, this is what he did. And if he did this shit, fuck him. That's what, that's how I say it. Fuck him for me. Because at the end of the day, he took people's lives. Like, at the end, I, I don't, and if it's not for something where somebody did something to your daughter, if somebody said did something to your daughter and then you took someone's life or something like that, okay, well, you're defending your family. Mm-hmm. You are the, you are the person that did something now. Like, fuck you. Yeah. That's how I feel. Well, shout out to her. Uh, shout out to her brother and her uh, cousin for standing up for her. Because had, had they not stood up and like defended her, she'd probably be dead too. Like they jumped up and was like, "Nah, homie, you got to get up out of here with that with that stupid shit." Yeah. So shout out to them. Fuck them. Fuck him. Fuck him for life, man. At for the life. end of the day, you, as a man, you're supposed to be a protector of your family. You know, even if you're not even with the even if you're not with the mother no more. You're supposed mm-hmm. to be the protector of the kids. They don't right, have anything right. to do with the And for you to go to cause harm to anyone is a fuck you. Like, that's how I feel. Like, you, 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 you're the, the shit that the people, the shit that you with, you like, oh man, I hope nobody does anything to my family. I hope nobody does anything to my kids. And then you, the motherfucker that do the shit to the kids, mm-hmm. fuck you. Yeah. Jeez. Anyway, on the, uh, <clears throat> on to, other dumb Negroes. This dude Ben Carson trying to compare himself to a runaway slave. So I don't know if you if you read it if you read the story in full, but they were asking him about um him being like a black Republican and how he gets treated and how people react to him. And he was like, "Well, you know, it's similar. I get I get criticized and I get abused." And I get I get strung out in public and talked about in public. You know, it's just like they did to runaway slaves. When the slave ran away, when they brought him back, they would beat them and kill them in front of everybody. So none of the other slaves would try to leave. So that's how he feels he's being done. He's being treated that way in public. So no other black people would decide to be Republicans. And I had to, I read it like three, four times. I was like, what the hell is this dude talking about? Like, how can you compare yourself to a runaway slave? And be like, oh yeah, they just don't want nobody else to become a, a Republican. That's why they treat me bad. First of all, you're not that important. If I wanted to be a Republican, my whole 
existence as a Republican is not going to be based on how they treating Ben Carson. I'm like, yeah, that's fucked up. How they doing Ben Carson? I'm still going to be a Republican though. I'm not going to, I'm not going to shun away from it because they treating Ben Carson bad. Fuck you, Ben Carson. Who the fuck? First of all, did anybody put their hands on you like they fucking did these runaway slaves? Did anybody? Are you you having this interview? So clearly he wasn't killed. And what the fuck are you talking about? That's a horrible comparison. People are terrible at fucking giving analogies. Terrible. Terrible. That's a terrible analogy. And most of the time, right before they say uh, some a terrible analogy, like I got the perfect analogy for you, and it's always horrible one when they say they got the perfect one. Yeah, like at the end of the day, like, what are you talking about? Like, like runaway slave? The fuck is he talking about, man? This is a whole different. First of all, it's a whole different time, right? And they're talking about politics of all things. Politics. Don't nobody give a fuck about no damn Republican and Democrat and all that shit like that when it came to like slavery. Slavery was a whole different. That was life or death. Republican or Democrat is some shit you put on a piece of paper. You could fucking erase it and put a fucking D and erase it and put an R and nothing changes. That's it. There's nothing. Nothing. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You're talking about people who are trying to get away from people that were uh, abusing them and treating them horrible and uh, and killing them at some point and having them uh, work for nothing, for zero. And they ran away because they didn't want to do that shit. You know? And then they would get caught and killed. You're talking about some shit that says R or D. Fuck you. Fuck you, Ben Carson. Fuck D. What the fuck? That shit got me tight just thinking about it. Just like, that has nothing to do with it. I don't give a fuck who's Republican, nor do I give a fuck who's a Democrat. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. At the end of the day, vote for what makes you happy. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever makes you, whatever benefits your family. Like, I, I always say, like, I, I I would never, uh, if something like, if somebody was like, I'm voting for Trump because my last four years has been amazing. I can't, how can you, you can't, I don't say nothing against that. I just can't fuck with you because at the end of the day, that motherfucker is a racist. That, that motherfucker don't fuck with black people, period. Like at that, right? Exactly. So if you do it for your family and I understand that, but I can't fuck with you. But that has nothing to do, it's just my relationship with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But but that has nothing to do with, the, you know, if somebody says vote Democrat and they don't fuck with, like, they don't fuck with Biden, fuck that, you know, that's fine, too. I don't, these shit, is, all this shit is one big party at the end of the day. This is all one big-ass party. This whole government shit is just, just trying to everybody up there, just, and not, not everybody, some people trying to do good. But it's all one big-ass party. It's all about money and it's all about greed and all that shit like that. This is you talking about, like, Ben Carter shit is bugging because, He's talking about something that has zero to do with slavery and something to do with raggedy ass politics. Like that's crazy. I just wanted to rant, but I just just thinking about it just pisses me off when people when people try to throw slavery in anything. When people <laughs> try to compare slavery, that shit bothers me. It's, it's always non-relatable. <laughs> yes, it's always non-relatable. Oh, I was stuck in the house for three days. I was all sick. It felt like slavery. Like what? What are you talking? <laughs> But that's the wild. That's the wild thing about it, though, because he's trying to he's trying to say like, oh well, you know, they're using me as the example. But I think I don't think he realizes that people don't be mad at him because he's a black Republican. People be mad because you're a back you're a black Republican who supports the dumb shit. Like if you was a black Republican, yeah. you was like, you know what? I really believe in what the party as a whole is saying. I really believe in what they've done for like you said what they've done for me. It's been in my best interest to be a Republican, so that's what I'm doing. People wouldn't say shit to you. We'll be like, hey, you know what? Hey, do your thing. You know, that's what you want to do. That's what you feel. Awesome. But he'd be up there, like, yeah, you know, they're not racist. They just, they just had a slip up. Or they didn't mean that. They just, this is what they were trying to say. You'd be trying to defend and explain the racism and the dumb stuff. That's why people don't like you because you're a black man trying to protect and defend and explain when people do and say racist stuff. It has nothing to do with that you're just a black Republican. Nah, it's because you're a black man and you're not standing up for what's right. Yep, that's, there we go. That's, it's about morals and doing what's right for, you know, just humans in, in general. Don't go at me with this fucking R&D shit because that shit means zero. To real people, that don't mean anything to anybody. Nope. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm wrong with goals, what's good for, you know, my family, 
my, my community, shit like that. You're supposed to vote for like shit that go with your community and your people and your family. That's the shit that, you, you know, you try to benefit that stuff. That R&D and all that other shit like that means zero. I don't give a fuck. Who like to come out with a fucking any class? They could just start naming it. We the M class. That's all we are. We the M class, just like the fucking car. That's what the fuck we are. And they start talking that good shit. I fuck with them. I'm down with them. Whoever's saying some shit to benefit my people, my family, that's who I'm with. But nobody gives a shit about you, Dan Ben Carlin. Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a shit. We only really know you because there's very few black people that was fucking around in that time that was Republican. I mean, in, you know, in the Donald Trump era. That's the only reason we really know your ass. We could point to fucking black people that was there. So yep. let's figure out who was there. Yeah, it's tons of black Republicans, and he's the only one being ridiculed because you're uh, doing dumb stuff. <laughs> That's all it is. Like Stacey Dash, nobody would really care about Stacey Dash being a Republican, but it's the stuff she was saying because she's always been a Republican. It's not like she just became one all of a sudden, but she just chose this time to start speaking and defending situations where people was like, man, shut the hell up. Anybody rocking with you? Like, you're a dummy. Yep. And then as soon as that shit ran out, she was like, you know what? I was bugging. <laughs> she did come out recently and say that. <laughs> yeah. You know that shit? Yeah. Oh, I was bugging, yo. I was balling. We got a whole this shit. That shit, when the shit don't benefit people no more, that's when motherfuckers mm-hmm. want to come out. Oh, man. I was fucking balling. I don't know what was going on. That's exactly I what was, it is. It's just like. No longer beneficial. It, you, you know that uh, to change the subject very slightly, but did you hear about the guy that was saying uh, the announcer that said the racist stuff to the basketball team? Oh yeah, the um, he's talking about the, uh, when they was kneeling. He was like, "I hope they get blown out." He's saying all type of wild racist stuff. Yeah. And then he said, "You know what?" He said he did it because <laughs> it's low blood sugar. <laughs> it's low blood sugar. <laughs> I, yo, I've never. And people want to come up with some excuses. They need time. Just listen. Listen for anybody they want to be racist. Black, white, Asian, Latino, I don't give a fuck. When motherfuckers ask you why you did it, just tell them you need a day. I need a day to think about this shit. And start because that whole my blood sugar was low shit might be the worst excuse I've ever heard in my entire life. Yo, it's got to be. I have never heard anybody say that they blood sugar caused them to be racist. That is that's got to be the like I don't, I wanted to see this is why they need to record like interviews and certain conversations in situations like this because I want to see the people who he told that to I want to see their faces when he said yeah. that <laughs> I want to yeah. see who what their face was <laughs> when was he said it. that shit. That would be my last day on the on the job as a news person. That would have been it. <laughs> I, I would have laughed so hard. They would have had to kick me out of the fucking press conference. They would have had to kick. They would have had to kick me out. <laughs> I, I would have been repeating it so he can repeat it. Like, wait, wait, hold on. What, what did you say? You said high blood because it's blood pressure. Because it's what? I would have lost it. That would have been it. That would have been my last day. I'd have been too ignorant to stay on the job. They would have had to fire me. <laughs> yeah, uh, they would have had to fire me. Oh man, that dude's crazy. That dude's sick. Cause uh, one situation where you go viral, you know, oh, this is my time. I'm about to go viral. <laughs> my blood sugar was low, so I said I started saying random stuff. I couldn't control it. I would have found some candy, son. I would have <laughs> found some candy. I would have fucking talked that shit. I would have said, "Here's a Snicker." I know you racist when you don't eat Snickers. I was, oh my god, it was an over. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been classic. You'd be like, here, here's some candy. We we don't want to have another incident. Yeah. That's a a perfect Snicker commercial. We know you racist when you don't have your Snickers. There's a a perfect, oh my God, it's been perfect. I would have had to get a deal. Yeah, that would have been the best right there. Snickers should have hopped up on that. Yeah, that was was the one. They should have ran something like, they should run a commercial where uh, it'd be a starter basketball game and they start singing national anthem. like, have a Snickers before the game. Some they should <laughs> yo. Oh, oh. They missed their window, I, son. They could have had a quick, they had a quick little uh, boost in in sales. Yeah. Oh man, they would they would have killed it. They would have killed it. <laughs> That'd have been dope as hell. We were missing out on the opportunity. Oh shit, yo! Before we get out of here, let's, let's, let's talk about this Grammys right quick. What was your what was your, uh, what was your best performance of the Grammys? 
Oh my God, little baby! I, uh, first of all, everybody has to say little baby. I'm sorry. That that performance was uh, phenomenal. Like, yeah. What I appreciate about that performance and what I appreciate about little baby is that uh, when you see him perform, and I'm not a little baby fan, and I mean, not that I'm not a fan. It's just that I, I don't pay attention to his music enough to uh, to just say like I would never lie. But like I listen to all his joints. It's not that much case. What I do appreciate is the times that I've seen him, he's using this platform to speak a message. And you got to appreciate that because, you know, he could have went up there and, and been like, yeah, I'm just going to think whatever the fuck I want to think. I got a new album coming out. I could do no that shit. Yeah. And he used this platform to, you know, sing the song that was about social justice and the actual performance itself with Killer Mike and Tamika Mallory. It was just absolutely amazing like i couldn't see anything wrong with it i didn't see anything i mean not that i was looking for but it was just one of those performances that's going to be like should be talked about a lot more than that it was it's not it wasn't a super bowl performance where people are like, oh, i've been talking about this for five weeks but that's the kind of performance that i felt that he gave that it should be talked about a little bit more yeah i agree and i was actually surprised like when i saw them when i saw the performance where he had the guy run away and they shot him in the back i was like oh wow the grammys let this ride I was like, the Grammys yeah, is yeah. trying to be uh, progressive because normally that's something they would be like, yeah, no, nah, we can't have you do that. Nah, you got you to gotta do something different. But the fact that they let that ride, it made the performance that more powerful. Like, that joint was really, like, super dope. Like, I, I think they let it ride because of the, uh, of the backlash they've been getting about uh, with, uh, with um, black performers and, and black uh, artists being nominated and stuff like that. So they were just like, you know what? We just gonna let y'all do whatever y'all want to do. Whatever y'all want to do, true. Go. You want to shoot somebody in the back? You want to make a message? Go ahead and do what you gotta do. I mean, go ahead. I think that was because if this was three years ago or four years ago when when Kaepernick was kneeling and stuff like that, they'd have been like, "Nah, I don't know if we're gonna be able to do all that." Yeah, you're right. And that's a different time. It's different times. Just- There's too many cases out here. There's too many trials going on about um people being murdered. So yeah, I think they was like, "Yeah, nah, we gonna let this. We gonna let this one go." So we can make it seem like we sympathetic and all of that. So we can get these people, get our viewership back up. Yep. That's exactly what it was. I want to play that part with, uh, with Tamika Mallory's little joint. Cause that joint was dope. Like she'd be spitting. Let me see if I can pull that joint up. State of emergency. It's been a hell of a year. Hell for over 400 years. My people, it's time we stand. It's time we demand the freedom that this land promises. President Biden, we demand justice, equity, policy, and everything else that freedom encompasses. And to accomplish this, we don't need allies. We need accomplices. It's bigger than black and white. This is not a trend. This is our plight. Until freedom. Until freedom. Dope, yo. She is, she is a whiz with the words, man. Her wordplay is amazing. Hi. She's a dope ass poet, man. Yeah, she's a beast. You gotta appreciate, it, you know, and you gotta appreciate her, Killer Mike, and Lil Baby, all coming together to put a, to put together a great performance and how it all played out and everything. It was just, you know, it was just poetry. The whole thing was actually. Poetry. You was watching poetry at its finest, and it was. Uh, I was very appreciative. Oh yeah. Now the joint that had me that had me rolling was the damn uh, the baby's performance. We had the the old ladies in the back singing the hook and the chorus. Uh, I, I, that's one of my favorite artists. I ain't gonna lie. I, I fuck with him. I fuck with him. Whenever I'm trying to get my ratchet on, I fuck with the baby. I fuck with. Him. Oh man, He's that joint had me crying when I seen the old ladies in the little uh, judge robes or whatever they had on back there singing that joint. It had me rolling. He's definitely going to always give a performance, man. He's one of those artists that you're... I, and I, I, no disrespect to anybody, but I, I see him as a like young, like Buster Rhyme. That's how I see him. Like, that's mm, yeah. full performance, good rapper, just... That was a good, uh, that's a good you, one. I like that right there. Yeah. If, even if you pay attention to the video, like, his videos are real animated. He's mm-hmm. always in there. Good time. That's exactly how I see him. Yeah, I didn't even look at it like that. You got a, you got a great point right there because his videos be animated as hell. People be jumping around, dancing, just like uh, old school Buster Rhymes video, like put your hands by our eyes can see and all of that. Yep. And I see that as a uh, definite compliment because obviously Buster Rhymes still around, still making good music, and 
and hopefully the baby gets around, you know, is always around for that, that, that same kind of longevity. But that's how I see him. And I already know if I'm going to see him on some kind of performance stuff, it's going to be, it's going to be entertaining, hilarious. It's going to be a lot of dancing, you know, and you got to appreciate about, appreciate that about artists today. They're just going to have a good time, you know? Oh yeah, that's just pretty damn awesome. And the girl, not the girl, but the lady Beyonce, she now got the most Grammys ever. Ooh. That's crazy. It was some couple of records, yeah. a couple of uh, records set. Like she was, she ended up, but well, she's the she has the most Grammys of any artist. And then Drake got the what? She got three. He got the one, two, and three song in the country right now. That's correct. So it's crazy, some crazy records right now. That's some crazy records being broken. Which I'm not a huge fan of. Um, all three of them records. Like one of them is cool. I can't remember the names. I know the one that's fire is the um the lemon pepper freestyle. Now the lemon okay. pepper freestyle, that dude spits on that. He be getting busy on that track. But the other two, I, I, the other two's all right. Ain't all of that. I have to listen. I, I'm out of the loop. I'm out of the loop. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm out of the loop on a lot of music. I'm over yeah. here. Still in my 2000s, 90s music, I just be. <laughs> Showing my age. I literally, I literally be listening to that stuff. And I, you know, I catch a couple, I catch a couple of songs here just to be like, all right, I'm still a little bit of hip. I'm still a little bit of hip. But I be missing out, man. Yeah, you gotta check that Lemon Pepper Freestyle song. Lemon Pepper Freestyle. Hey, Drake is busy on that one. I'm definitely checking it out. Then Ross is on there. And I'm a Ross. I'm a Ross fan. Like, he really don't say oh. too much, but Drake get busy. I'm not a Drake fan either. I don't be caring for Drake too much, but like, he gets busy on that lemon pepper freestyle. Yeah, I, 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 I got a little bit of Drake on my phone. I got a little bit of Drake. A couple of songs, but old, older songs. Not nothing oh, today. So. I like uh, the one where he, uh, and what album is that? With Pound Cake and uh, Come Through and all that stuff. That's my album. Oh, I could the, listen to that. Is that the joint, but he on there with, with the with the clouds in the background, just his head and the clouds yeah, back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one. That joint's all right. That's my album from there. And he had like one or two other albums that I appreciated. But I'm telling you, man, I just be in my own. So I listen to a couple of songs just to say, all right, I know what that is. I don't want to be totally out of the loop when somebody says a song. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. What, what kind of artist is that? I listen to a couple of songs for today. But then I always go back to my little, you know. <laughs> go back, go back to the, the good times. <laughs> yeah, the music was just like we just out here having fun. We don't know what the fuck we're saying. We out here having fun. That's, that's my. Music. <laughs> we saying shit. Shit ain't making no kind of sense. But we having a good time. That's my music right there. <laughs> and then the nineties when it really was stuff. I kind of mix it up because I don't want to feel too dumb. Yeah. I, I go to the 90s where they were talking all that shit where you gotta listen to the lyrics and you start catching them when you're a fucking grown ass man you listen to them as a teen where you all of a sudden you get older and you're like holy shit what the hell they did <laughs> I still listen to that stuff I still like to get caught off guard with the 90s music too the 90s music be killer oh shit alright so I've got another one we out of here we gonna hit y'all back next week again like I said week after week we be trying to supply the content I'm gonna be low key, like I'm always low key. I get my uh, get my work and home on. I don't be out in these streets. Nels be out nope. in the streets, but you got popping Nels. You going back to the city again? I'll be back in New York. You know how I do, man. I'll be back in the flying out to New York next Wednesday. I'll be in Syracuse next Saturday, probably in AC that Friday. I'll be all over next week. I'll, I'll definitely be in the tri-state area for oh, sure. Maybe not tri- Connecticut. This nigga right. about to go out there and get in them goddamn Corona streets. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I definitely will be in Syracuse. I definitely will be in AC. Hundred percent will be in Manhattan, Jersey area, and all that stuff like that. I'll be out there for a good time. You know, seeing my family. You know, and seeing my friends and stuff like that. Just trying to live, man. Just, I will say this: Thank God, people are getting the vaccine. Thank God, people are getting their money. And I, I'm, I'm happy that people are trying to get back to normal life again. I'm, I'm appreciative of people trying to get back into normal life because it was a rough-ass year that everybody had sitting in the house, fucking Netflixing them to death and getting on the internet and stuff like that. And there's a, a lot of bad stuff that happened over the last year. So the fact that people are able to, like, kind of get out the house a little bit, kind of get into the restaurants a little bit to, norm- uh, to be normal, 
I'm appreciative with all of that. So mm. you said Netflix. Make sure you change them on Netflix passwords. Or everybody got to go get their own account. They about to start cracking down on them sharing accounts. <laughs> I heard about that. Everybody got to go get their own account. They about to start cracking down on all you thieves. Oh, man. Uh, we'll be out of here, folks. We're going to holler at y'all next week. Everybody be good. Be safe. Peace out. Let's go.